Hi. Before we get started with today's episode, let me just say something. Um, Of course, I'm going to say something. Also, it's a podcast. (laughs) What else would I do? Otherwise, the recording would have ended here. Uh, But you know what I mean, okay? So before we get started, I just want to say that usually when I have topics that I use as episodes, I have thought through them pretty fully. I've come to a full formed idea and made my conclusions about said topic. And so that's usually when I make an episode. Rarely, if ever, do I make episodes on ideas that I feel like I'm still forming or I'm still trying to hash out and and learn a lesson from. But that is what today's episode is going to be. I'm going to bring to you a topic that I feel like I'm still very much just recently thinking about and learning. But um, I don't know, in the name of uh, keeping things fresh and also kind of like real time, (laughs) documenting my life and what I'm thinking about these days, um, I do kind of want to just try this where I just talk about where I stand right now. Um, So uh, without further ado... I feel like a beat around the bush or the shrubbery, (laughs) like I've heard somebody recently say on Instagram. Um, Anyways, I've beat around a a, a baby. Uh What am I saying? I don't know. I should just get started. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy. Oh my gosh. Hi, this is Robin and welcome to So It Goes. This podcast is a collection of audio postcards, if you will, from daily life and lessons in my 20s. Thanks for being here, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Something you should know about me is that I am a total Grinch about the seasons. And when I say seasons, I mean, yes, literally the seasons of the year, fall, winter, spring, summer. I am such a Grinch about it, and and I'm trying not to be, which is the point of today's episode. It's about like embracing seasons and taking life more slowly, Um, but I say I am because as I told you in the intro, this is very much something that I am in the thick of trying to get better at. So let's just say in the present tense, I am a Grinch about the seasons. I just really, in my mind, yes, I do like the idea of oh, fall foliage, and then let's say a white Christmas and all the, I don't know, cherry blossoms and flowers springing up during the spring. And then of course I love summer, but I think just out of, I think there are two reasons um, why I just started to kind of just really harbor like all this resentments against seasons. Number one, first of all, my seasonal depression. I feel like from living in Seattle and being so sick of the seasons turning and having bad weather and stuff, um, that's, it was just like, no, I just wish I had sunshine forever. I am very sensitive about it. I need sunshine all the time. So uh, that's definitely one reason why I started to hate the seasons because I don't like the feeling of it not being summer 24 seven. But then on a maybe more deeper level, I realized that I think I started to hate the seasons because as much as I want to love them and maybe inside I like secretly am a closet like season lover, um, 
I think I'm afraid to admit it because it's almost as if if I started to embrace the seasons or verbalize even how much, oh, I love fall or I'm so excited for a cozy winter or something like that, that that would make uh, that that time go away so fast. And I don't even know if that makes sense, but it's kind of similar how or it's kind of similar to how when I was living in Seattle, as I mentioned Sunny days, at least when I was living there, were kind of few and far between. And so as much as I wanted the sun to be out, those few days that it was, everybody, like everybody and their moms and cousins, I felt like, everybody in the city of Seattle came out and would lay their picnic blankets down in the park and go out and soak up the sun. And as much as I would have loved to do that, I think that's where all this started, this mentality of like, ugh, Like everybody's falling for it. I hate that we're treating this like it's such a big occasion, which it was, but I hate that we're doing that because that is just reminding me how rare this is and we need to soak it up. And that's actually making me panic. The fact that I can't just always have this um, and it's not the default. It's kind of like you're grabbing at the fray because you know that it's slipping away and it's going away soon. So you gotta soak it up while you have it and I think that kind of mentality would really freak me out and so that's like a small representation example of that but on a big picture I feel like that's really why I get freaked out by the seasons because as much as I want to love the fall foliage or the cozy winter or the beautiful springing up of stuff um it's almost like if I say that out loud or really start to get into my like (laughs) fall girl era, put on my scarf, like have my pumpkin spice latte, whatever it may be. By the way, I think that's all overrated, but that's just my way of saying if I really started to lean into it, that somehow time is going to go faster. Now saying this out loud, I'm starting to wonder if this even is going to make sense to anybody listening. Maybe this will resonate with nobody in the world, but to me, that's just how my brain and I guess my heart too at this point how they start to to function and go into that nervous mode so then in my mind I would tell myself nope the best way is for things to be the exact same every single day in this case you know the weather it would be great if it was sunny all day every day because then I don't need to worry about time passing so fast it's all just gonna feel the same but recently literally I think last week it was this recent I just, I don't know, all of a sudden had this epiphany where I just realized I am, I've been living in such fear that embracing the seasons would make time pass faster. But in reality, embracing the seasons and being fully present in the moment, which is the topic of today's episode, actually, I don't know how to put this correctly. Like, I wouldn't, I don't know if you could say it makes time pass slower, but it makes each each season of life, each section of time um, more memorable and seem to have a more lasting impact. So in a way, I feel like it does kind of stretch your time, if that makes sense. If it doesn't, no worries, because I'm starting to confuse myself too. So let me give an example. I've been watching Gilmore Girls, the TV show for a couple years now. And yes, I'm sorry. I know so many people are going to come at me for, you know, taking so long to get through it. And I'm sorry, I'm only like halfway through, if that. 
But okay, like just listen, I, side note, I have just trouble getting through very long TV shows and or like movie series like Marvel. Don't even get me started. It is a commitment. So it's taken me a couple years, but let's put that aside and think about this. Um, I, I love Gilmore Girls and I think a big part of its charm is that you see you see this mom and daughter, Lorelai and Rory, you see them go through this life in their little small town in Connecticut. And each, um, each season of the year, there's just like, there's just this new feel in their small town called Stars Hollow. So it's, I mean, it's iconic for being very much like everybody thinks of it as an autumn show. And because all the foliage is out and everything's just super cozy, but then also comes the winter and you know what Stars Hollow looks like when it's all snowy. And then spring comes and there's flowers everywhere and summer is nice and cheery and fun. And they're having like all these outdoor events, all the things. And so I, I say this to make my point that Gilmore Girls, yes, is great as a show on its own. So even if the weather was the same every single day, I'm sure I still would have loved it because, yeah, the characters are great, the dialogue is funny, whatever. But I think what makes it such a memorable show is the fact that there are such strong scenes and memories and vibes in general associated with just tied to the different seasons of the year. And um, it just has such different feels yet it doesn't make it seem to go by in such a blink like I keep thinking about. In fact, it feels like the opposite, that because there are so many different distinct chapters of Lorelai and Rory's life in Stars Hollow that you could think of with the visual of like seasonal cues, like the, the fall leaves and the snow and the flowers and everything like that, at least for me, it really does make the show feel longer or like I have so many more memories with these characters because um, we've we've seen each other through so many seasons. Or rather, I've seen them through so many seasons. They haven't seen me, but you, do, you, you get the point, right? And even looking back on my own personal life, I feel like the years where I had very distinct markers um, so the equivalent of what I've been talking about, like seasons, but even if it was just something like, you know, I was living in a different place or I had certain friends or I was really having an obsession with a certain artist or like I was really into watercolor or I played a certain sport, whatever it is that um, the the proverbial, I guess, proverbial season that I was going through seemed to make that year and those memories so much more distinct and memorable and kind of long in that sense um, versus the years where everything was the same. I just kind of got through every day the same way, not really having much variation. Uh, and and so in that way, I feel like that, um, that goes with everything I, I'm trying to get out finally <laughs> 12 minutes into the episode about the beauty of just living fully in the moment, being completely present and embracing it. In the episode so far, I've talked mainly about physical seasons, but that's honestly more of a metaphor for the bigger picture I'm trying to get at, which is we, or at least I, I personally need to stop being afraid that embracing a moment fully is going to make it slip away faster or or it's just not going to be um, it's not going to be lasting, 
if that makes sense. So in a more practical example, like, let me tell you, I, it's really bad. I have this huge tendency to force myself to multitask because I really feel guilty if I just focus on a single thing, if I completely put my all my attention and energy into that one thing, because I get guilty. Like, I could be optimizing my resources. I could be doing more. I could be doing something else while doing this task at hand. And um, if I don't, then that just means that I'm kind of wasting my time. So for example, it comes down even to small things like I'll be cooking. And if I do that for an hour, in my mind, it's such a waste just to focus on cooking. I feel like I always need to have music on in the background so that at least I'm getting some entertainment at the same time or listening to a podcast, having a movie or TV show on in the background, all for fear that that one hour will go down the drain if I'm only focusing on cooking. But the truth of the matter is, I have been realizing very recently, is that oftentimes that hour actually stretches out to like two or three, whatever. I end up wasting so much more time because Um, In a way, it's like I'm not even multitasking. It's kind of like I'm switching just rapidly between tasks. Like I'm cooking and then I look up and then I'm watching the TV for a few seconds and then I switch back. And, And so in that way, because I'm not completely focused on giving my attention to the task at hand in the kitchen, um the quality of that time goes down and so it ends up stretching and being kind of very all over the place and and chaotic and stressful in the end. But once I had my, you know, little epiphany (laughs) thinking about Gilmore Girls and just how like embracing seasons or in this case, the moment, the task at hand, embracing it fully kind of lengthens that time. That kind of helped me to stop feeling like I had to constantly multitask in so many ways and that I could just be fully present in a moment. And I ended up kind of surprising myself. I've been surprising myself in the last week or so when I just fully direct my attention towards something and it feels like I've been doing it for so long because the quality of my work was so much higher. But it turns out really that was just, you know, 30 minutes of my day or an hour or whatever it is. So like, let me give you an example. Um, Today itself, let me tell you about how my day went. I started out as always on weekdays. I went to work and while I was there, I was just doing my thing. But then I had actually a couple of meetings blocked into my schedule today. So those were specific times carved out just to focus on being in the meeting and doing my job. And, you know, I'm going to bring this up again later, but the reason I usually multitask or I'm afraid to block out times in my schedule for something specifically is because I'm afraid that will take up time in my schedule and make things go faster. But honestly, no, I look back on today and it feels very distinctly marked by the fact that these couple hours in total that I spent doing something out of the ordinary, it made it made this day feel so much more memorable in the books rather than just a kind of indefinite day at work where I'm just sitting at my desk all day and kind of looking at the computer and stuff or whatever I do. So, um, so that was that. I had work, but 
a couple meetings today. And then after work, I went to the gym and worked out with my friend. And it was only about half an hour, but because we were very intentional about targeting a certain workout and doing, you know, 20 minutes straight of focus, just like, okay, getting on the the indoor bike and doing our workout, that 20 minutes feels so much in a way more than 20 minutes in my mind because um, it was very directed, my energy. Afterwards, I stopped by the public library to drop off a DVD because I'm old-fashioned and I still check out DVDs, but I went to the library. And yes, I will admit, actually, I was thinking about how grumpy I was about it in the car that there were so many detours and traffic that I had to take and I got stuck at every possible red light today. And so I felt like it was a major waste of time. But at the end of the day, it really was only about half an hour of doing that. And again, in my mind, that half an hour wasn't just some obsolete time that I spent scrolling through Instagram and don't even remember about today. It was a specific memory of going to the library. And then I came home and spent way much more time than I'd like to admit attempting to make lasagna uh, for the first time ever. And it was it was a lot of work and I really like made a mess all over the kitchen. So I think that was an hour and a half or two. And I also had to do all the dishes. And then while the oven was still running, I thought, well, I might as well make brownies right now because I have a box of brownies. So, um, so then I did that. But like I said, I still got all the dishes washed, put in the dishwasher, ran a load, put everything else away. And then after that, I actually watched an episode of a new show and then I had dessert and then I well and then ironically I actually lost some time to Instagram because I started mindlessly scrolling but then but then you know now I'm doing this podcast and while I will admit that okay like I'm like half an hour over the time that I usually try to go to bed honestly I'm kind of shocked that it's only half an hour after my usual bedtime, considering that I've done all those things that I just listed. And I don't know, maybe you're a productive or even just normal person because I'm usually lazy and you think that wasn't much. But for me, my usual days, I think I'm almost afraid to make these time commitments because I'm, again, I feel like that means, oh, my day's going to fill up so fast and it'll go by so fast. But no, I'm looking back on today. What is it? Like, November 14th, 2023, I'm looking back on November 14th and thinking this was a nice full day and I accomplished so many individual standalone things that I really directed quality time to and in a way that's made my day feel so much longer and more full. Um, So in that way, I guess that's how I'm real time. Like I said, this is all very real time. That's how I'm real time trying to practice more just embracing the moment and not being afraid that embracing it will make it slip away faster. Like the tighter grip you have on it, the the quicker it'll slip out of your hands. Like possibly, but I think at least in your memory, your perception is that it was so much more distinct and, uh, and long. So even though, yes, like I'm learning this again, very much at the same time, I still would challenge you to learn with me, like learn this, or learn and practice this idea of embracing moments and being fully present in the moment. So, you know, maybe you're not, maybe you don't have a struggle like I do with, um, you know, to a fault trying to multitask. Maybe 
you're good about that. And you, like me though, need to embrace the seasons of the year. I'm starting to to learn to do that. And honestly, even though I was afraid to, <laughs> maybe it was a pride thing, I will admit it does it does feel good and it does feel exciting. But let's say you're you're figured out in that department. Maybe for you, being fully present looks like embracing your current chapter. Maybe that's where you live or the friends you have, the stage in your life, even even things like your age. Try not to just, as it can be so easy to sometimes, wish away this chapter of your life. Try to embrace it and think about, okay, I will have time in the future to be to be 25 with a job. I will have time in the future to be in my 30s and have a family and I will have time in the future to live my best retired life. And it's so ironic that I'm giving you this challenge because constantly every single day of my current life, I talk about how I'm an 85-year-old woman who just wants to sit home and like, you know, watch movies all day, possibly knit, bake, and then if I ever get out, it's to play pickleball. But anyways, I digress. I'm just trying to say that, again, both of us, all of us, we have something that I think we're maybe wishing away or trying not to embrace, but I would challenge you slash us to to do so and be fully present in the moment because there will be times for the things that we want, but in the present, if we fully dive into where we are, I think that'll just create so much more of a uh, memorable time in our lives that we get to look back on. However it looks for you, I hope it helps. If you could even understand this episode. (laughs) I try not to say it, but every time I record something, by the end, I'm always thinking, I just did such a bad job. I rambled and all the things. And sometimes it's true. I listen back and I'm like, you're right, girl, you rambled and nobody should be listening to your podcast. Yet, for some reason, a good handful of you consistently do. And I don't know who it is, but I thank you for sticking with me. And, and you know, I do hope that maybe that means I'm doing something right. Um, but uh, I feel like I'm fishing for compliments at this point. So I might as well just stop here. Thank you for listening, though. I do hope it helps and um, and that it impacts your life positively, that you'll try it and it'll be a good thing. So, um, you know, please feel free to let me know. I'd be so happy to hear whether that be through a voice memo on Spotify or uh, DMing me on Instagram at so it goes or, you know, however, however else you may contact me. Um, I'd be happy to hear. So, yeah. Thank you for listening. And um, I guess I'll talk to you next episode, which will be a Thursday. So yeah, I'll talk to you then and goodbye.